Beyonce, Barbie, and Taylor Swift is making America great again. We have not seen an explosion in the economy like this in so long. Here's why. We are in an economic time where, where people are really holding on to money, right? But these three iconic events have generated But these three iconic events have generated $8.5 billion in you. We just talking three, we talking Taylor, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and Barbie have stimulated the economy. That's crazy. Why? Because America is a what? Consumer economy. The more people are spending money, the more the economy booms. Taylor Swift, Barbie and Beyonce, BBT. <laughs> now watch this, Jose, here's the bad part about that. If you took credit card spending away, the economy would fall. You know why? Because watch this, 76% of Americans have depleted their savings and they're living off the credit card. You take the credit card away, people are in trouble. I know people done been to four Beyonce concerts. I ain't mad at you though, like get your bag, B. Like I ain't. One thing about me, bro, I don't get mad at people for spending their money. You spend your money how you want to spend your money, but just know, just know, just know, when you- I'm in a bind, Nate. Some other just, time. Just know, just know B ain't bailing you out. When you in a bind, Taylor Swift ain't bailing you out. One is enough. Look, listen, I looked at the tickets, Jose. There's a part in the thing called the Renaissance Concert. It's, it's the middle of the sh Yo, B, whole, B got to be the greatest entertainer next to Tina Turner and Michael Jackson, entertainer-wise. I ain't talking about like dancer or nothing. I'm talking about like for what she could bring out. Michael Jackson, Tina Turner? Tina Turner was savage. We don't give Tina her props. Bro, she was 70, packing the stadium. Man, shout out to Tina Turner. Club Renaissance, that's the name of it. It's a whole, bruh, it's a whole little, like about 2,500 to 3,000, it's a club, like no seats, they got a bar, you just turned up. I said, be cold-blooded. Then she got another section called the Beehive section. Bro, she cold-blooded at marketing. All right, so watch this, here's what I just learned. I learned that the marijuana industry is the sixth largest money market in the economy. So number one is corn, number two is soybeans, number three is hay, number four is wheat, number five is cotton, and number six is marijuana. Crops with the biggest wholesale harvest value in the U.S. in 2022 in billions, corn, soybeans, hay, wheat, cotton, and marijuana. So here's my thing about marijuana, Jose. I think that, I think it's gonna be a hard time legalizing it all the way around the board if you're a stock owner. So I, a lot of, you can sell it, like there's a lot of the legal, you know, like the joints popping up where you can sell it for the, whatever purposes. But here's what I be thinking. If you legalize it all the way around the board on the federal level, what happens to the people in jail who went to, who, what happens to the people who went to prison for marijuana? You gotta let them out. And I think that, 
I think that's the sole reason why I don't think marijuana stocks going to ever do what we think they're going to do. Since 2018, at least to 2016, we've been like, yo, marijuana stocks, marijuana stocks, marijuana stocks. They go through a segment where they'll pop for a little bit, but they never really like run. And I think, I think, I think we need to, I think we need to like give up on that. I don't think that's ever going to come into fruition like we think it is. Not from the stock perspective. I think that is too much tied into it. I don't think it'll ever give us, like Cannabis Group, Aurora Cannabis, IIPR. I don't ever think they're going to give us what we think they was going to. I think it was a lot of hype around it. It boomed, but I don't ever think it's going to, I don't ever think it's going to like, I don't think we're going to wake up one day and like 100%, like it, it's not going to run like that. So my thing, if you hold it, don't, it shouldn't be, yeah, we're going to flush the marijuana stock. Flush the marijuana stock. Don't hold it like that. Go that further, man. What's good, Trappers, man? It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper. Right now, I want to invite you to an amazing experience full of value. That is my community, Trappers Anonymous. It's 100% the greatest fundamental investing community on the market. Listen, your portfolio should be a masterpiece. And the only way we get you there is if we help you to learn how to invest with confidence. Now listen, I get it. Like you don't know a lot about stocks or maybe you've heard people say how much money they lost in stocks, but I can guarantee you one, because they weren't in the community and two, they lack the information. Our goal in Travis Anonymous is to help you, really to hold your hand on a journey to becoming a confident investor, learning how to navigate through the different events that the stock market goes through to take you from panic to encouragement. There's no better time than now. This is an opportunity only for those who are willing to be on the journey. So listen, man, click the link below. Come join me in Travis Anonymous, man. I will see you in one of our many classes, whether it's Moat Monday, whether it's the two-hour class we do on Sunday, or whether it's just a book club. Everything is geared toward making you a better investor so you can triple your network and turn your last name to an asset. It's your boy, Wall Street Traveler. See you in a trap. So in 2012, Warren Buffett, now this is what? This is 10 years, I used a 10 year comparison. Warren Buffett had a network of $75 billion. In 2022, 10 years later, he has a network of $299 billion. What happened in them 12, in them 10 years? Let's look at what happened in his portfolio, just in these top stocks. So at one point, Wells Fargo, in 2012, Wells Fargo, Coca-Cola, IBM, was his big three. That was his big three. In 2022, is Apple, Bank of America, Chevron. So out the gate in a 10 year time span, he done reorganized his top three. His top four, he got Coca-Cola and over here he had Amex, but then he went Coca, he went Apple, Bank of America, Chevron, Coca-Cola. In 2012, he was Wells Fargo, Coca-Cola, IBM, Amex, others. Now, this is the greatest investor of all time, right? Now, I'm not saying he don't still own Coca-Cola. He don't still own IBM, but he switched positions. American Express is down to 7.5%, and at one point, he had an 11%. What is he doing, y'all? He's moving and altering. That's what you got to do. You got to be willing to pay attention to the game and say, okay, it's time to move. It's time to pivot. It's time to shift. Now, here's what I do. I have different portfolios that do different things. I do have a long-term portfolio, but for me, that's three to five years. You know why? 
Because one, one year, Toys R Us was the biggest, biggest toy seller in the world. The next year, they were bankrupt. That happened in a two-year time span. It went from, I don't want to grow up, I'm a Toys R Us kid, to, I don't see no more giraffe commercials. Gone. It went from making a blockbuster night to ain't no more. It went from Macy's, Sears and Roebuck being the biggest company in America to being a $2 stock. What happens is under the hood, you don't see what's under the hood. All you see is the commercials. So you still thinking, man, what happened to Sears? You ain't know the whole while they declining. What happened to Macy's? Man, they declining. Warren Buffett said, I ain't gonna never own no technology stock. Then what happened? Now, in 2023, Apple makes up 42% of his portfolio. You know why? Because time changes, company changes, you need to change. So for me, I got one portfolio, that's three to five years, I'm, I'm, let, I'm good. In that three year time span, I'm looking at it, if it's still good, I'm keep moving. I got the Roth IRA, I ain't touching that till 59 and a half, tax purposes only. Then I got the recession portfolio that I'm actively managing every year. And then I got the options portfolio. Then I got the dividend portfolio that we're going to start building. You feel me? Every portfolio has to have a different identity. Golly, man.